his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. One hour left to go on the Scoot Show. Scoot will be back on Monday. Right now, it's just me and Coleman holding it down. Doing a great job today, Coleman. Thank you. Some people are asking uh, for some more details about that Deuce McAllister appearance coming up on Saturday. That's right. You can go meet Deuce McAllister this Saturday at the grand opening of that new Cox Mobile store in Mid-City at 330 North Carrollton. Stop by, say hi, talk some black and gold football, and you can register to win an autographed helmet signed by Deuce. That's pretty cool. Go huddle up with the legend himself. Deuce Mack is going to be a brand new Cox Mobile store at 3.30 North Carrollton this Saturday, just for one hour from 12.30 to 1.30. Swing by that Cox Mobile store and maybe get some Cox Mobile stuff while you're at it. Uh, before we stepped away from the news, I was talking about this Lauren Boebert situation. If I'm ranking my five least favorite members of Congress, she's definitely on the podium. Um, and in full disclosure, she represents the district in Western Colorado where I grew up, where a lot of my family and friends still live. So they've spent the last couple of years enduring this nightmare of having this maniac represent them in Congress. And Lauren Boebert's had a pretty, pretty rough run recently between the groping and vaping incident at the theater in Denver, which was so so unnecessary like I don't understand where you get the hubris from even it's just a private citizen to be vaping and feeling up your boyfriend and letting your boyfriend feel you up in the middle of a performance of Beetlejuice not that there's any other musical where it'd be more or less appropriate but you know Beetlejuice even as a private citizen what a weird inappropriate thing to do but for a sitting member of Congress, one of the most easily recognizable people in Congress in our modern political ecosystem, huge name recognition, especially in Colorado. And you're going to wander into this theater and make all this commotion. 
and then you get kicked out, and then you're going to say, I wasn't doing any of that. Fake news this, fake news that. Well, then the theater's like, we got the receipts, girl, Bobo. Here's the video of you vaping and getting freaky-deaky in your seats in the middle of this family-friendly Beetlejuice musical. And this actually... This, this damaged her reputation. Lauren Boebert is not Donald Trump. She's not Teflon Don, where things that you'd think would alter the course of his political fortunes uh, don't. He just brushes it off. She's not so lucky. Voters in Colorado don't like this behavior. And she came extremely close to losing her election in the last cycle. I mean, it was fewer than 1,000 votes. It was the closest congressional race in the country in Colorado's third district. So now she says, well, I'm not going to run in Colorado's third district. I'm going to go run for Ken Buck's old seat in Colorado's fourth district, where they're even more conservative. It's, it's even more of a Republican-leaning district. And they're not wanting her there either. So I expect... Come this time next year, Lauren Boebert is not going to be in the United States Congress. I don't know that we'll be lucky enough for her to be done with politics in general. But I bet she loses that race. Because they view her in Colorado's 4th District as, you know, a, a carpetbagger, which has a pretty specific meaning in terms of, you know, people coming down south after the Civil War at all. But that's what they're saying. They're saying, well, you know, she's just sort of a windsock who says, I cannot possibly win in my home district. So I'm just going to drive an hour to the east and run in that district. And they're not having it. She is not one of them. They do not want her. So she's having a pretty rough time politically. She just got divorced. She just became a grandmother at age 36. Her 18-year-old son, Tyler, has a child with an unidentified 15-year-old female. And now her son, Tyler Bobert has been arrested on five felony charges in Garfield County, Colorado. And John Fetterman is saying, this is a family in crisis. The recreational cruelty that we see on social media needs to be out of bounds. I know the impact that this has on children, and I'm calling for restraint because cruelty has substantial collateral damage. We can't ever forget that they did not sign up for this. On the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line, here's a text that says, Fetterman is spot on here. Sadly, politics has gotten too personal. For example, I loathe Joe Biden, but I don't fault him for his son being a dissolute doper. That's Joe's cross to bear. Yeah, in regard to Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden is a full grown man. It's OK for us to point and laugh, I guess, at him if we're being politically snotty about it. I don't I don't think I would do that if I was on the other side of the aisle because he's an addict and I don't think pointing and laughing at addicts is OK. But then, you know, you hear about the involvement with the hookers and you see the pictures and it's like, <laughs> how do you not roll your eyes at this guy? Anyway, all that is to say, you know, if you got issues with Joe Biden, I know you got issues with Joe Biden. You don't need to add another one in by saying, ha ha, your kid sucks. I don't think anybody would want to have them doing that to, to you. You want somebody to be making fun of you because your kid screwed up? No. Here's a text that says, full disclosure, I'm definitely not a fan of Lauren Boebert, but I agree with Fetterman. Let's take the high road regarding the Boebert family. 
Here's a text that says, Ian, there's an old saying, he who lives in a glass house should not throw stones. Bobo must not have heard that. And this text, I think, gets closer to the nut of this issue more than any other I've read so far, because Lauren Boebert is so mean. Is is it's it's so she's so snotty. Her behavior is so gross and just off putting to me. I mean, even if you're like a, a deeply, firmly held conservative Christian person, you got to look at this and think, God, can't we do better than to have this person representing us in Congress? So if you're going to be a bomb thrower, if you're going to be a stone thrower and you're going to do this insult comedy shtick that Donald Trump has popularized in the last couple of years, last <laughs> eight years, good Lord. Then do you have a right to expect that people are going to eventually turn that around on you? I know I personally don't really want to be a party to that. It's tempting. There's a there's a not insignificant amount of personal satisfaction that comes from that, like schadenfreude, you know, your your political enemies, you know. Yeah, maybe it gives you a little chuckle <laughs> when something bad happens to them like this, something embarrassing happens like this. But if Lauren Boebert came to Congress and wasn't so snotty and mean to everybody all the time, maybe there'd be less vitriol and cruelty directed at her child in this time. Lauren told Business Insider in a statement yesterday, I love my son, Tyler, who has been through some very difficult public challenges for a young man and the subject of attention that he did not ask for. It breaks my heart to see my child struggling and in the situation, especially when he has been provided multiple opportunities to get his life on track. The congresswoman added, I will never give up on him and I will continue to be there for him as an adult and a father. Tyler will take responsibility for his actions and should be held accountable for poor decisions, just like any other children. Do you think if Joe Biden said, I'm never going to give up on Hunter, I will continue to be there for Hunter Biden as an adult and father, Hunter will take responsibility for his actions and should be held accountable for poor decisions, just like any other citizen. Joe Biden has said stuff like that over and over again. And I wonder what Lauren Boebert's immediate reaction was to President Biden making a statement like that. I'm going to step away in just a second and come back with Thane Rosenbaum to talk about Donald Trump's Supreme Court stuff. But let's go really quickly to Jimmy and Gretna. I know you want to talk about Stevie Nicks, man. Make it snappy. Hey, man. Yeah, Stevie Nicks was great. Great concert last night. She still sounds great at 75. And look, and add to that Deuce McAllister meet and greet, I think Jose Alvarado is actually going to be at that event, too, at that um, cool. mid-city cell phone yeah. place. So, yeah, it's a two-for-one. And two things, since y'all are talking about New Orleans and different things and politics and all, what's the status of the facial recognition cameras? I know Latoya Cantrell and NOPD was talking <laughs> oh, about God. implementing that. I have no and idea. Also, and also, okay, I'll throw it out there maybe tomorrow. Y'all, When I tune in, y'all bring it up. And also the diversion project, the freshwater diversion project. Last uh -huh. time I heard, they had a lawsuit in place to stop it. It was thrown out, and now the diversion project in Plaquemines Parish is going through, which, again, both both subjects are kind of controversial. The facial recognition technology, some people think it's uh, Orwellian and dystopian, and other people love it. And same with the diversion. They're, they're scared that it's going to kill seafood. 
and other people think it's going to build land. So I was curious to know what the status was on both of those. I don't really have a fast answer for you, especially on the facial recognition. I haven't really heard that story advance in a couple months. I know the the arguments against it are that, uh, A, it doesn't really work that well. Like, it's just straight up doesn't do what it's advertised to do. And as most of these sort of advanced technologies are, it's kind of racist. You know, like if you ask these artificial intelligence image generators, you know, hey, generate me a, a picture of a, a an African doctor. And it generates 90 images of white people in Africa. I mean, stuff like that. So... I don't know if the facial recognition project is moving forward or if they were like, ah, we tried it and it didn't work and we're going to try again with a different vendor or something. I'm not sure. I'll see if I can learn a little bit more about that for tomorrow. My favorite part about Jimmy is like, no matter how much prep you do for this show, Ian, how many songs you know, pick man. up, the subject matter, Jimmy comes on and says, you know what? Screw that. Play this song. How about that? Oh, yeah. talk about this yeah. tomorrow. He's like, Take a wrench. He makes his own show. I mean, that's that's... <laughs> That's why I think I'm tailor-made for this job. Like, I'm not here to say that I'm great at it, but I know a little about a lot of different topics, right? I'm not an expert on legal matters or the ecology or, you know, good governance or anything like that. But I'm at least paying close enough attention to all these different issues that I can offer, I hope, something meaningful and interesting in response to a question like that. All right, we're going to step away and get a look at traffic with Dave Brandon, and we will come back with Thane Rosenbaum, who's a CBS News legal analyst. The Supreme Court is taking up Trump's criminal immunity claims. Okay. And we'll see what happens next. I'm Ian Hoax sitting in for Scoot. We'll be right back. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Reading now from thehill.com. The Supreme Court's announcement that it will take up former President Trump's criminal immunity claims has cast doubt over the timing of when his federal January 6th trial might take place, leaving a narrow window for it to occur before November's election. The timing also increasingly puts the future of special counsel Jack Smith's prosecution in doubt as the race against the election day clock comes down to the wire. If the trail is delayed beyond November and Trump retakes the White House, 
he could pardon himself, fire Jack Smith, and end the case altogether. Hmm. Joining us on the line right now is CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Thane, welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Ian. Appreciate it. Always happy to hear your voice. And you as well, sir. Is this game over for Jack Smith? <clears throat> I think so. I think the Donald Trump got a real gift from the Supreme Court. He wanted to delay in order to campaign for the presidency. He wanted to not ex- be exposed to legal uh, prosecution, but yet have the advantage of saying he's there's a witch hunt, right? Have it both ways. Mm-hmm. A witch hunt, but let's just put everything on hold so you're not actually hunting me. You just said you're hunting me. Um, you know, the Supreme Court said they would hear oral arguments in the third week of April. That's not tomorrow. That's a, that's a wise ways away. Uh, they probably, unless they expedite it, mostly they usually would issue the opinion at the very end of June. There we go. We're mm-hmm. in the summer, right? right before, you know, July 4th. It would then be tossed back. Let's say that they rejected the immunity claim, which is very possible. So that means the case is back on. The judge would have to schedule it. But there's pretrial motions. There's picking a jury. You're, now we're talking like September, October. There mm-hmm. is a policy. It's not a rule, but it's a policy that the Justice Department does not bring federal prosecutions well, 90 days, 60 to 90 days before an election mm-hmm. to say that the, the Justice Department isn't the one that's going to be responsible for electing or not electing someone. And that would, if it's September, we're in 90 days. So that point that the scenario that you mentioned at the outset of your intro could very well happen. The only little difference is that if Donald Trump were to be reelected, he would appoint a Merrick Garland would be out as attorney general. Mm-hmm. He would have a new attorney general, his for his person, and he would ask that person to drop the case, fire Jack Smith and let it be done. If the case did go to trial miraculously over the summer and Donald Trump was convicted, and he then succeeded in his election in November, he could then, of course, pardon himself. But he can't pardon himself on the cases in New York and in Georgia, because those are state cases. So that's important to keep in mind. But the the documents case, that is a federal case, but it's just in in the Florida district, right? Yeah, so that's right. That's that's, that's also Jack Smith. Oh, of course, yeah, it's the same guy, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. It's the same guy, and it's it's just under a different standard. Now, the question there is, let's say the Supreme Court said uh, that Donald Trump has immunity from criminal prosecution for actions taken during his presidency. Now we have an interesting question about Florida, because the January 6th maneuvers, he could plausibly say, I'm sure liberals or more progressive think this is outrageous, but Donald Trump will say, my efforts during the January 6th, that period of time, was to make sure that the election was fair and not fraud. That's my job as the president. If I wasn't running for president, that would be my job. You say I'm trying to overturn the election results. I'm trying to understand why 70 million people think that something went wrong, and I think something went wrong, and that's what I was doing. That was official acts. And the question, it's a factual question. Were those official acts? Jack Smith's going to say, what, are you kidding me? You were just trying to stay in the Oval Office. You weren't looking for the legitimacy of our Mm -hmm. electoral process. But Florida, those actions really took place after he was president. They're no longer an official act. So I don't think that the immunity uh, defense would work there, certainly not the obstruction piece, because that is stuff that took place 
while Donald Trump was living in Mar-a-Lago and he was moving documents around, I don't see how that's an official act. He's not even the president. If the J6 trial is delayed past the election date, but is it possible that it could take place in its entirety and conclude, including potential sentencing, before the inauguration? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess you could, although, you know, again, how loaded that would be that the American people would have already, what Donald Trump's argument would be is the American people are going to decide in November about January 6th, right? That's how they're going to, they're going to, they're, they're, they're going to serve as the legal system. If they're voting me in, they obviously don't think I'm a criminal. So yes, it's in theory, but again, it, it doesn't really make a difference because if he were to win, he could, you know, pardon himself. And if it, if it hadn't yet gone to the jury right. and there was not yet a verdict, he could again instruct the new attorney general to appoint a new special prosecutor and have that person uh, drop the case. So the the weird thing is that the only case that I think has a chance of actually being concluded is the New York uh, case that was converted from misdemeanors to felonies. That's the Stormy Daniels falsification of business records right. case that was falsification of business the, records the in money. New York State. It's hush money, but they're technically just misdemeanors. But they were converted into felonies. Again, that was a tricky maneuver. I'm not sure what would happen in an appellate court on that. What they did was they said, well, these hush money payments was really a way for you to contribute to your campaign. And so, therefore, it's a campaign finance violation. And and so that's why we're that's why this is now more serious. It's not just falsification business records. Your falsification was intended to to override or to to subvert the rules of campaign finance laws. Um, uh, You know, but the problem is that American people, they know that that's the ugly duckling case. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows that's the stupid case. That's like the porn star case. That's still here. The other cases are they sound more serious and are more serious. Yeah. I think most Americans are following this as like, huh, really? You know, he paid off a porn star? So what? You know, he didn't want his wife to know? So what? Don't people do that? By the way, there isn't anything illegal in hush money. It happens all the time. It's a contract. I, I say to Ian, here's the money. I know you know this stuff about me. You the money. We have a contract, and you promise in acceptance of this money that you'll never speak to a word about it to anyone. And if you do, I get my money back because you breached the contract. So, I mean, I think most Americans would say if that's the best you've got, if that's all we're going to see as a guilty verdict between now and the election, then you don't really have anything that is convincing, I think. Is it? But if you commit a crime, some, some sort of financial crime, in the process of writing me that check— isn't that what he's actually on the hook for? I mean, I think people understand that just the issuance of that money to Stormy Daniels to tell her to shut up for a couple months wasn't a crime in and of itself. But the falsification of the records that, that actually made that transaction possible, that is a crime, isn't it? So, look, I, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm down the middle, Ian. You know, I'm, I'm That's like why you're here, man. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I am not like your other people that you hear on television. I, I have no agenda. <laughs> I'm here to play it straight down the middle. Exactly. If right. I'm Donald Trump, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, who in their right mind would pay off a Playboy bunny and record it in the records 
paying off a Playboy bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just not how it works. You're not going to leave a Why paper trail I... for that, no. Yeah, right. Why would I do Who would do that? Of course, that is not that is not an example of the false schedule business records. I had my lawyer pay. My lawyer paid. I essentially reimbursed him. I treated it as a legal fee. Okay, you got a problem with that? All right, but the reality is I'm allowed to pay someone off to keep their mouth shut. And and I think it's unreasonable to expect me to classify it correctly under these circumstances. Okay, so we said earlier that you expect that they'll issue a ruling at the end of June when they give all the rest of their issuances on whatever cases are before them, right? There's this couple of days in the middle of the summer where yeah. everything from the previous term oh, we have gay marriage now, or oh, Roe Ro versus Wade yeah. is overturned. These all kind of right. happen. Uh, so that's when, is that also we're going to get uh, a ruling on his ballot eligibility case out of Colorado? No, see, that's interesting. Look, they could move faster, right? Bush v. Gore moved in like a week. I remember, <laughs> you know I, I was I was concerned about getting my driver's license at the time, but I remember that happening pretty quickly. Yeah. So what's taking so long? Like it's just a can't in the Nixon-Watergate tapes, Ian, the Supreme Court showed up in August during vacation. Wow. They just showed up. Yeah. They, had, they, they get it. They understand the country needs to know. So it's not like they can't. It's just that the Supreme Court dragged their feet on this. First, Jack Smith tried to leapfrog over the D.C. Circuit and say, forget this middle appeal. court. Let's go straight to the Supreme Court. He did that like two months ago. And the Supreme Court said, nah, let the early, uh, lower <laughs> courts do it first, right? Yeah. So you're going, okay, so you're obviously not – you don't think this needs to be done fast. Then they took like three weeks to actually make yesterday's decision. Like they really must have been debating this. This was an issue. You needed, they needed four votes to, to take this case up. I'm sure that this was rock and roll for them. This thing was not silent. I suspect that's why it took so long. So they rushed that. They didn't rush that. Then they could theoretically say – be ready in a week to argue. We got to roll. We got we got to get this thing going. Immunity or not immunity, we got to know. No, they said let's do it at the end of a April. So I'm just saying they're sending a message that they have a little expeditious, but not really expeditious. Now the ballot case for Colorado, that I happen to think we're going to hear about sooner. On the other hand, I would have said we'd already hear about it because isn't Super Tuesday coming up? Yeah, it's so next Tuesday. Right. <laughs> so if they don't rule by Super Tuesday, you know, then what was the point? Because Donald Trump will be on the ballot. Right. Uh, so I wonder whether that they're just saying, look, we're going to run out the clock. We can't be rushed. Oh, sorry. We, You know, it's, it's Wednesday. Uh, so our, our ruling is now moot because, you know, he got the nomination. Now he has enough votes. Uh, uh, delegates. Are so, they, yes, they could no. go faster, but they're not. They don't seemingly go faster. Do you think it's. Is are they just are they sort of protecting is is John Roberts trying to protect the image of of the court? Just like you said earlier, like the Department of Justice does not want to be in the position of prosecuting Donald Trump on October 15th. Right. Because it's within that 60 to 90 yeah. day window. It's going to be viewed yeah. as a, I mean, that really is going to convince yeah, a lot of Americans that's going to really look like election interference. Is it possible the Supreme Court? is making the same consideration and say, hey, we're, we're, we could rule on this today, but it's easier for us to just pretend um, like we're just not involved and we're just going to let the clock run out until it doesn't matter anymore. Are they that craven? Well, 
Well, look, I think look what happened with this Colorado case. Even the liberal justices had a problem with the Supreme Court of Colorado. Right. Even the liberal, Ketanji Brown Jackson said, you know, like, well, can a court do that? Yeah. Can a court actually have that kind of power that would affect other states? Seriously? Do the people in Boulder have that much power? That they can do such a thing? <laughs> they, they have good skiing, but seriously? Those hippies. You know? Yeah. So I just think that the, the, the fact that they said that suggests that they don't want to be in the election business. You know, they don't want to decide who the next president is. They're not going to – I don't think that opinion is going to disqualify Donald Trump from the ballot. I just think that that has a very bitter look that the Supreme Court said in a democracy – the founding fathers believed in representative democracy. They believed in voting for your representative. That the Supreme Court and the separation of powers said, yeah, but you can't vote for this guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we won't let you vote for this guy. And so I just think that I just think that there they show they didn't want to be in the election business. And maybe the point that you're raising is another one that they're you know, dragging their feet because they don't want to be in the in the position of deciding the election. It didn't Bush v. Gore was not a win for the Supreme Court. No. It's crazy it how much we don't think about how, I mean, I mean, I'm maybe pe- people you go to cocktail parties and they must still talk about this, <laughs> but I mean, just on, on the radio, if we're talking about the most controversial Supreme Court decisions out of the last quarter century, Bush v. Gore doesn't even come up, you know, but. Well, you know, that's one of the reasons, sorry to interrupt you, Ian, one no, of the I reasons is, is because it's like, you know, what is it, Mission Impossible, what this message will destruct in 30 seconds? <laughs> Isn't it? That's exactly what the Supreme Court did. It literally said, at the end of this opinion, it says, this opinion has no precedential value. Wow. It will, as if we didn't do it, as if they knew this was just awful, and we are not going to let this come back again. You don't cite... To Bush v. Gore, because the justices said this thing dis- is disintegrates, disappears, destroyed as soon as it's over. Don- George W. Bush is the president, and let's forget this ever happened. We don't have so, a ton. Of- right, it is the Sorry. most important, but it's not yeah. one anyone really could talk about. Yeah, they just kind of memory hold it on purpose. You no, know, nobody can yeah. go back and make reference to that in any present day ruling. Yeah. I did not know exactly. that. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. No, most people don't. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about the timeline and the effect on the election. Da, da, da. Let's, with the remaining time we have left, which is not much, let's talk about the merits of this case, actually, because Donald Trump says. Uh, legal scholars are extremely thankful for the Supreme Court's decision, blah, 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 blah. Without presidential immunity, a president would not be able to properly function, make decisions in the best interest of the U.S. Presidents will always be concerned, even paralyzed, by the prospect of wrongful prosecution and retaliation after they leave office. This could actually lead to the extortion blackmail of a president. Is he right? Do legal scholars have a sort of unanimous or even consensus opinion on presidential immunity? I don't think there's two out there. Like presidential law professors are all Democrats and liberals. (laughs) (laughs) I'm one of them. So this is, you know, what the first sentence is just flatly wrong. They are not thankful. Most law professors do not want to have this case heard, period. Yep. Uh, So that's not true. But the second part, all those other sentences, might be true. How do you know that? He didn't say it, but he could have said Nixon versus United States versus Nixon. Uh, not the Watergate tapes, but the case that happened after Richard Nixon left the White House. 
he was being sued by some member of the Air Force for civil damages, money, uh, on some wrongful termination or something. And he, he blamed the president of the United States. Supreme Court came back and said, oh, give me a break. You can't sue the president in civil court because you don't like him. Even if something bad happened to you while he was president, it would be ridiculous. He couldn't function or she couldn't function. So Donald Trump's one argument is that, well, the Supreme Court has already said immunity applies to civil cases. Shouldn't even more apply to criminal cases? Because what, I have a lot of political enemies who hate my guts, and there are district attorneys and U.S. attorneys around here who are waiting for me, to, and they did. The minute I got out of the White House and announced that I wanted to run again, mm-hmm. boom, they all ganged up on me. You see, this is exactly what happened when you didn't give me immunity, and that's why you can't, you can't let this happen again. So he might have an argument, and who knows? You know, People are claiming it's the conservatives that brought this case before them, like four conservatives voted. Who knows? There might have been a liberal justice. It's not impossible to imagine. That Sonia Sotomayor or say Justice you know Brown Jackson said, you know we need to we need to clarify this. Does the United States versus Nixon apply to criminal prosecutions for jobs you know under undertaken in the context of your duties? The word that they use in the issue in defining issue they use the word official acts. That's going to come up a lot in the oral argument. What whether what Donald Trump did. From the election to January 6th, those maneuvers, everything that happened, were they official acts? You're going to hear that because that's the, the language that the court used. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think that the Supreme Court does have an obligation to answer all constitutional questions. This is one that had not been answered. So, you know, it's not to me outrageous that they did this. It's not totally surprising. Mm-hmm. What's surprising is that they drag their feet so much, which goes to your point. Maybe they don't want to really do it. But they recognize they should. They should hear it, but they'd rather not. Wow. What a wild ride. Thane, I could talk to you for hours, man. I really hope we get a chance to talk again, you know, maybe when the arguments are done or the ruling comes out sometime before the election. Thank you so much for your time and your expertise. It's great, great, great to have you, man. Take care. You're very kind. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Okay, we'll come back and uh, get some reaction on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line. This is so wild, man. I love the way Thane ex- uh, he explains things. It's just it's, it's just all so weird. 347 on WWL Radio. I'm Ian Hoken for Scoot, and I'll be right back. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details Nerds. today's episode is sponsored by nerd Wallet's smart money podcast sometimes you need a change of pace that includes your finances get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds nerd Wallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation learn about smart investing strategies tax planning pointers and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway maybe somewhere tropical Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. 
As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. On the Okinawa Jewelers Talking Text Line, Soothsayer Sam is listening today. And Sam says, Ian, if the man wasn't running for president, we wouldn't even be talking about him let alone have him facing charges, just saying. Uh, Sam, I don't know, man. Uh, we just got to agree to disagree on this. I think that uh, he did some crimes. I think there's definitely sufficient evidence that he did the crimes. It's hard for me to imagine him doing the crimes and people like Jack Smith and Fonnie Willis not wanting to prosecute him for doing those crimes. I don't think all of this is a concerted effort by... Joe Biden and Taylor Swift and whoever else to keep to keep Trump out of the White House for a second term. I think some of this stuff is pretty serious, like he really did do these things. And some of these things you're um, really not allowed to do. Here's a text message that says that guy called it right down the middle. Much respect. Thank you, Ian. I just want a news outlet to tell me the facts and let me form my own opinions. I'm intelligent enough to do that. I don't need them to give me one side, their version of a story and try to get me to think their way. Hey, man, I can't speak for everybody, but I, 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 I'm making this pledge to you implicitly when I come on the air to do this. I got my own opinions about things, and I try to really let you know when I'm giving you my opinion with the expectation that you will interpret it as me giving my opinion and treat it accordingly. There are lots of people in the listening audience who will hear me give an opinion or will he'll scoot give an opinion and say, yeah, well, that's just like your opinion, man. Dude, we know. That's 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 the whole point. That's why we're sharing it. And maybe that's not what you're here for, Texter, but some people want to hear our opinions. And we're not going to just throw them out there willy-nilly without at least telling you what the facts are. You know, that's the way I arrange these conversations with these people as I start out with a couple paragraphs. Hey, here's the facts of what we're talking about. And then I ask some questions that might be, hey, in my opinion, X, Y, Z, or in other legal experts' opinion, D, E, F. You know, I, I hope that I am clear about when I'm sharing my opinion and when I'm sharing facts. If I'm not, I really want to be able to work on that. Um, somebody says, hey, uh, Trump train, jump on, Ian. And I sent them back a YouTube video of a train uh, going off a cliff. We'll step away and get one more look at traffic with Dave Brannon, and then I'll come back and wrap up and say goodbye before we hand off to Sports Talk at 4 o'clock. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today, everybody. Stick around just a few more minutes. I'll be right back. Just a few minutes left here on The Scoot Show with your guest host, me, Ian Hoke. I got one more show for you tomorrow, March 1st. Wow, don't forget to pay rent. Uh, we're going to talk to a dude from, uh, what is it, St. Joseph University about cicadas. There's going to be a double brood of cicadas this year. Millions of cicadas 
Billions of cicadas. Look out. We'll learn everything there is to know about cicadas. If you've ever had Sotol, which is like a, a delicious tequila, mezcal, agave sort of thing. I don't really know what the hell it is, but it's a liquor that comes from northern Mexico. And I had some of this stuff at a bar with a journalist friend of mine last week, and he told me a story about Sotol that baked my Noodle, And I cannot wait to share that with you. I think this is very interesting. And if you're like me and you're interested not just in like drinking alcohol, but also like learning about the economies of alcohol. I'm interested. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh, hey, speaking of that, I got a text on my phone, on my personal phone, not on the Oakland Art Jewelers talking text line. It's a picture of Coleman getting a kiss from Stormy Daniels. Coleman. What the hell? Oh, she breached the India. Yeah, yeah. How'd you? Oh, man. Shucks. Coleman, you're getting a kiss from Stormy Daniels? Where was I? Why didn't you call me, man? Uh, That wasn't supposed to be public knowledge. Son I'm going to talk to Stormy when we get off the air. All right. Coming up next is Sports Talk. I'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Here's the news with Chris Miller. Thank you, everybody. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.